This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 188 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Funnier than us. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Equestrian collections for all of your equestrian shopping needs. Equity Manufacturing, home of the Shaken Fork. And Kentucky Performance Products, scientifically proven supplements. Find all of them at StableScoop.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop well, howdy, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek, and you are listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Well, uh, Helena is was here today, but we had a little bit of a problem with the audio. And basically, the primary recording that we did was messed up and had some issues in it. And then the secondary recording, the backup we do every time we record a show, also was fouled up. So it's one of those rare occasions in 2,000 episodes here on the Horse Radio Network where we weren't able to use either one of the recordings. Recordings. And because of time constraints, we were not able to put another recording together. However, the good news is the recording that we did with our guest was just fine. Today we have with us someone I'm sure you have seen her work on Facebook. It's been making the rounds and has gone viral. And that is her cartoons about equine life. Her name is Jody Lynn Werner, and we're going to get to her in just a minute. But a few programming notes. Next week is the return of the fourth annual Horse Husbands episode. So tune in next week to hear that. And then following that will be the Horse Wives episode the week after. We recorded those ahead of time because Jennifer and I are doing our move to Ocala next week. So we're going to be kind of busy with that all a week and uh, we hope you enjoy the horse husband's episode i had a ball doing it and i think it was one of the best ones that we've done so far so tune in next friday for that it's always the most popular show on the horse radio network every year is the horse husband's episode so we hope you enjoy that well before let's get to our guest right after our first commercial today for equestrian collections product of the week our guest is jody lynn werner you know, she is a horsewoman, first and foremost, but also she's an artist, a graphic designer, an illustrator, a cartoonist, a web designer, a humorist, and an, and an active equestrian. Her horse, Murray, is the model for a character in her Mac and Jill comic strips, and those are the ones that have been making their way around Facebook, and I'm sure you have seen them. She is fun to talk to. She's she's hilarious. She makes uh, Helene and I look like we don't have a funny bone in our body, which isn't hard, but uh, she did... She she is a cool guest, and we hope you enjoy her. Jody Lynn Werner will be here right after this commercial. Hey, everybody. Glenn here from the Horse Radio Network. I am with Debbie over at Equestrian Collections with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. What do we have this week, Debbie? Well, this week I want to talk about the Ovation Airform All-Purpose Clicket Girth, although it also comes in. That's a in big, th- long name. Yes, it also comes in dressage and other types as well. 
it's time to get in schooling. It's time to get back on the trail. And the thing about this girth that I find wonderful is that it has a spring load in the buckle so that it's so easy to adjust and so easy to adjust from the saddle, which oftentimes when you're on a trail ride, uh, you're going to need to go ahead and adjust your girth halfway through, and this is so easy. All you do is reach down, and the little spring form uh, thing puts the little clicket thing in the hole, and, and you don't have to get off, and you don't have to worry about it. It's synthetic. It's hypoallergenic. All you have to do is hose it down. It's inexpensive. It's a schooling girth. But it comes in a lot of sizes that the other girths don't come in, um, all the way up to a 50 and a 60, wow. which you don't find. And I highly recommend it. My horse loves it. I had a hard time finding a comfortable girth for him for trail riding. I put this on it, and it's made a huge difference. You've had a couple of reviews, too, on your website. Holly says this girth is awesome. Tightening or loosening it from horseback is so easy. The price is great, too. Love it. This is around 40 bucks, people. Mm-hmm, 39.95. Yep, and that's the Ovation Airform All-Purpose Clicket Girth, and that is from equestriancollections.com. Just hop onto Equestrian Collections and type in Ovation Airform Girth, and you'll find it. Welcome, Jody. I am stoked to have you on the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Why? Because there's somebody else out there who understands the sarcastic humor that I find so funny. Do you, oh, are, you I'm, I'm are you sarcastic? Tell us a little bit about how you came to be so witty. Well, if there was a stamp on my birth certificate when I was born, it would have said, we'll grow up to be cheap smartass. Yeah, see, there I go already. What am I, five <laughs> seconds into the show? <laughs> First sentence, I love it. We are allowed to talk. We are allowed to say that word on the show because we do oh, have okay. an equid by that name. So, uh, oh, well, no, that's that's true. That's true. You'll, yeah. you'll, you, you maybe should have educated me on the seven words you can't say on radio. <laughs> I had uh, that. My my sense of humor has been a part of me since I was five years old, and I have to say it's it's gotten me into trouble as much as it's uh, gotten me ahead in life. But. Um, I'm the type of person that thinks everything needs to be met with humor, and sarcasm is just a part of who I am. Helena, could you see her? She was that girl in class that was doodling the entire time. Only her doodles didn't look like our doodles, which were just pretty much big scribble marks. Her doodles actually looked like the teacher with his tongue stuck out. So did you ever (laughs) get in trouble for that? I got in trouble for that all the time. In fact, that's one of the reasons I work for myself, because I would spend all my time at work in meetings doodling my coworkers. (laughs) <laughs> Boy, that sounded bad, too. I'm just not off to a very good start here. <laughs> I know. You know what? You need your own show. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to let that go. but uh, you... <laughs> yeah, We can just put it on. Fact, <laughs> back we in uh, about 1989, I was working in a, a technical assistance center doing computer hardware and software support. And Oh, my I God. I don't see you doing that. You're an artist. I can't see you doing that. Yeah, I know it's amazing. It took me a lot of years to figure out what, you know, where my heart really was and to do what I was really supposed to do. But I, I tried doing the sensible thing, and everybody tells artists, oh, you can't make money at that. Get a real job. So I had a real job, and I would spend my time drawing comic strips of my coworkers. And I had a comic strip that was extremely Dilbert-like right before Dilbert came out. And I can't tell you how many times I got in trouble for um, distributing comics of my coworkers throughout the office. 
Somehow they figured out where they were coming from, so I blew my cover pretty quickly there. <laughs> you well, you have in your bio, you 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 are a woman of many talents. Uh, so there's you know you cover everything from graphic design to uh, comic strip to writing. Um, what what's your main meat and potatoes these days? Wow, I'm a sort of a creative freak of nature, and it's been really hard for me to focus on one thing. If I had, I probably would have been wildly successful by now, but I have so many different loves as far as the creative fields that it's hard to say what my focus is. I would like the focus to be the cartoon work and, and the um, humorous essay writing. That's where I want it to go eventually, but right now it's still sort of all over the board, and I enjoy it all so much that it's kind of like picking among your children to decide which one you would like best. I, I Maybe that's not so hard. I don't have kids. Maybe that's not so hard. Well, you know, too, when you, there, there does always need to be an element of well-roundedness. So, you know, some days you wake up and you're like, I really just don't want to work on Mac and Jill today. So I'll go, you know, maybe write some copy. Um, I'm pretty easily bored doing the same thing all day, every day. So it is nice to have the variety and get up and have something else on my plate every day. Yeah. Now, speaking of Mac and Jill, that was one of the... Um, I, Part of one of my many jobs is to go out and find funny stuff. And if it's funny horse-related stuff, all the better. And that's a great time job. T- isn't it a great job? I know. That's, that's, a great job. I, that's I, And I get to drink when I do a stable scoop. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm drinking right now. Life doesn't get any better. Uh, but I, one of the – I kept bumping into your work, um, specifically The Near Side, which is one of your comic strips, and then Mac and Jill. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about Mac and Jill, because that, that's based on your firsthand experience in the horse world, isn't it? That is. Mac, uh, Mac is um, based on my horse, whose name is Murray. I've had him for, oh, 18 years now. It's my longest relationship with a male. And Jill is an animal psychologist. She's based <laughs> on me. I'm not an animal psychologist, but um, other than that, she's based on me, and it's based on my relationship with my horse and just... If you know, people ask me, where do you get your ideas? Like there's some sort of store you go to to buy them. And my answer is always, I just keep my eyes open and look at what goes on around me because the thing, the way the animals interact with us, the things that happen every day in life are just so much funnier than anything I could ever make up. I've got to tell you, I was just cracking up. I'm sorry. I was looking at the Mac and Jill cups. <laughs> Lena, this is... This is you, Helena. She knows you, because the 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 one where Jill is walking over, hair's all disheveled. She just got out of bed, and she pulls the curtain up, and there's there's Mac, her horse, upside down, looking in the curtain upside down, and she closes the curtain back down and says, "I'm going to have my coffee and hope I'm hallucinating." That's you, Helena. <laughs> it's true, but it, and that was what part of the reason why I. I really fell in love with your comic strips is because they are, um, there's a realism to them. You know, they're obviously funny. They're witty. Uh, they're very well drawn. I love your le- use of color and, and space, you know, so visually they really, um, they get the point across. They really define your characters, and, mm-hmm. but they're just so like damn spot on. And I wonder if with so many women, in the horse world, obviously, you know, we, we dominate the lower levels, um, that you, there really is no shortage of material. I mean, the barn is a place of drama. Our animals are definitely, you know, provide us with plenty of material. So mm-hmm. I guess really the question of the day is, how do you decide what to take from your experiences and put it down on a strip? 
Well, first of all, there's the whole pile of things that would never get published under anybody's censorship rules. That all goes in the basket. <laughs> That's the good and, stuff. And after that, it comes down to if I read it and I know what it is and it still cracks me up, that's a good one. Because I, I will still look at my stuff, having looked at it every day for years, and I will laugh at it. And I know if I can still laugh at it and I know it's coming, then somebody else is probably going to find it funny, too. Now, do you ever get complaints of people who get offended by your stuff? What? What? I can't hear you. You're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> what? I... <laughs> Those emails get lost somehow. They yeah, just they disappear. Sort of yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure nobody can please everybody all the time, but I can't think of anybody that's ever written to me saying, well, that just really offended my delicate sensibilities. I'm like, you need to go shovel some poop for a while and get over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, trust me, I get plenty of those emails in another life. It, they, they come in and you're like, what? Really? This is humor. I just have to be be content in the knowledge that nothing I do is ever in a mean spirit. I poke fun at myself as as quickly as I poke fun at anything else, and I try to find humor in everything. And you know, it, it's done with good. So I have to feel good about it at the end of the day. You know what? We we owned an acting company, and and our rule of thumb was twenty percent of the people that come are come to our shows are not going to like what you do. Twenty percent of the people will not like what you do, no matter what you do. And you just have to accept the fact that you're always going to have those detractors, and they're people's, people without a sense of humor, and they can go through life without a sense of humor. We don't have to. I, well, I can't that, see. That would be very frightening to me to go through life without a sense of humor, because I'd, I'd probably be in prison for some awful crime by now if I didn't have a sense of humor. Hmm. Well, well, you know, you said you, you did, that uh, Mac was your longest uh, guy relationship. Is, is that be- because the other guys didn't have a sense of humor? Just curious. No, I okay. think it's because that <laughs> after 18 years, my horse is still every bit ex- as excited to see me today as he was the first day I had him. So, and Aww. no matter what kind of mood I'm in, he loves me, and he he doesn't care how hard my day has been. He expects a carrot. So his expectations are very clear, and he's very predictable, and his love is unconditional. Mm. I think usually <laughs> when I don't have a bag of carrots, he's a little cheat off, but. I, I'm, I'm listening to you. I'm laughing. I'm click. Glenn and I do this all the time. We have our guests on, and we go through their websites to you know keep the material going for the conversation. I have to just say, I'm laughing here. I keep hitting my mute button. I'm reading one of your one of your near side comics, and it says, "I'm going to let people go to your website and, and see it for themselves." But you have a little note at the bottom that says, "The artist is menopausal. Don't mess with her." <laughs> Honestly, those little that subtext is sometimes funnier than, than the content of the comics. What um, you need to do that, don't you? You need to put that at the bottom of your your artwork. I do, and there's a lot of subtext, and sometimes I put things in just to see if anybody pays attention. I'll have running commentaries at, at the end of my pop up windows, and I don't know that anybody ever sees it, but surely there's one person out there who's getting a good giggle out of it. And it's but too, it's part of the process. It's like. You know, when you, when you write, when you're putting your words down or you're putting your art down or out there for other people to see, it's not so much what they're seeing, but the fact that just the simple process of putting it out there, just like mm-hmm. any art, you know, mm-hmm. it is somehow um, serving a purpose for you. It is, and I, I also have a blog where I do humorous essays, not, not all of which are horse-related, but a large number of them end up being so. 
since that's a large part of my life, and, and sarcasm rules there as well. But um, now, are you actually selling the comics, the Mac and Jill, and the Near Side? Are you selling those at this point, or I am, and it's a starting up slowly, but it seems to be catching on. So I, I have hope that. One day in the near future, it will um, be my main line of business because it is what I love to do. I could sit around all day. And actually, when I was five years old, I wanted to ride horses and draw. And that has never changed throughout my entire life. I've always, my heart's always been in the same place. And actually, I consider it my greatest success in life to know my own heart and know that X number of years later, I'm doing exactly that thing that I loved when I was a child. And I don't know how many people can really say that about their lives. Well, I, we're going to take a short break here, but when we come back, I want to find out how, what you, how you feel about Facebook and what it's done for your business, because obviously that's a hot topic right now, especially in the copyright area, because that's where I think, Helena, that's where you saw her comics in the first place. That's certainly where I saw them. Oh, so, gosh. I mean, I can't, and I can't use half of them because I, <laughs> we'd yeah, have to buy them. Because, because she'll <laughs> but sue I will you now, according to this. Be- so. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the, no, the funny thing is, is you, it's not that you, you don't want to buy them, but you have to, to track down the artist or the originator of the material. They have to actually put it on all their stuff and they, you have to put it on in very um, military type ways so that it doesn't get lost as it gets passed down through the grapevine of the Internet. And so That's when good. I actually came upon Misfit Designs as a, you know, a commercial entity, I was actually very happy because then I'm thinking, well, now we can find this stuff on t-shirts and and bumper stickers and cards and you know we'll start to see this artwork um in more than just places that are more than just the internet but we're going to take a, a quick break and be right back and talk about that you can count on kentucky performance products to provide scientifically formulated research proven products that target specific challenges facing your horse in the spring and summertime one of those challenges is the heat Horses sweat, and when they do, they lose critical electrolytes, electrolytes that play a major role in optimal performance. Loss of electrolytes can cause fatigue, muscle weakness, and dehydration. Horses offered supplemental electrolytes have less stress-related problems. They rebound from exercises sooner and return to feed quicker after exercise. Summer Games electrolytes from Kentucky Performance Products were developed for the elite athletes competing at the 1996 Atlanta Olympics. Its research-proven formula replaces the electrolytes and trace minerals lost when horses sweat. Its concentrated low-sugar formula provides more electrolytes per dose than many leading brands. When your horse sweats, replenish his losses with Summer Games Electrolytes. Brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Helping you keep your horses healthy, sound, and competitive. Visit them at kppusa.com. That's kppusa.com. This show is also sponsored by Equity Manufacturing. You know, Helene and I have been talking about this the last couple of weeks, and now Jamie's in on the action from the morning show as well. We all are using the Equity Manufacturing Flex and Fork. It is a manure fork like none other. It's kind of the industrial strength manure fork. You know how you buy those cheapy ones, you know, for, for 30 bucks at the store, and then the tines bend or the tines break. And why do the tines never break at the end? They always break in the middle so that, you know, the little 
pooplets always fall through, and it's almost impossible to clean a stall that way. Well, you won't have that problem with Equity MFG. They're flex and fork. Jennifer and I have fallen in love with this thing, and one of the reasons why is that you can get a couple different size baskets on it. And when the one basket is made for the pellets like we use. And the cool thing about it is it has four extra tines, which means the tines are closer together. And when you shake it, the little tiny poops don't fall through. They stay out of the bedding. And what we've noticed over the last week in using this flex and fork is that we haven't had to change the bedding out as much. It hasn't got all gummed up like it does when you don't get all the little bits out. I know this is sexy talk for a, for a Friday, but uh, it's important to us horse people. You know, it's the kind of thing we have to deal with on a daily basis when cleaning the stalls. And the flex and forks are tough, they're sturdy, and they're dependable. They also have the motorized shake and fork, which we talked about here on the show last week. So you have a variety of options at EquityMFG.com. Hop on over there and find out which product will be best for you. Every product that Equity builds and sells is tested for years before they release it for sale. Equity products may be a bit more expensive, but quality makes them a great value in the long run. You're going to have these forever, and you won't be replacing them every other week like you do with those cheapy ones. So check them out. They're tough. They're sturdy. They're industrial strength. You're going to love them. We all do here at the Horse Radio Network, equitymfg.com. So one of the things I noticed, Jody, is that, um, the, you know, in the horse world, we're all connected on, on Facebook. And when somebody sees something funny, a funny picture or something comical, you share it. And I started to see these hysterical drawings um, being shared with, you know, through all that, not just, you know, my friends, but Mountain Horse and Ariad and Smart Pack, all these big companies, they're posting this stuff on the website. And I started to see a pattern. Hmm. This, this, these drawings look familiar, like they might be coming from the same artist. And this humor is pretty, there's a pattern here. And sure enough, I clicked around and came back to find Misfit Designs. Has Facebook and this whole sharing culture helped your, your business or has it hurt you? So far, it has only helped it. I had a single cartoon a month or so ago go absolutely viral. It went everywhere. And it wasn't one I was expecting to because it was one that was a little bit corny. I almost didn't draw it, but then I thought, eh, one or two people might find it funny. And then it just went viral all over the Internet, and people started flocking to my page and sharing my things, and that's when I ended up on the practical. Was that the one where the animals were in in the tub? No, it's uh, one where there were two horses in the barn talking to each other. The barn door was open at the end. And they oh, draft. the draft one. The draft horse, We yeah. talked about that on our morning show the other day, and I didn't even realize that was yours. You that see what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, that, and now I first saw it when Glenn, Jennifer, your wife, shared that with me. And she's like, I got to chuckle out of this one. And of course, then I spread it, pass it on to couple of other people and then you start to see everybody else passing and suddenly you're right it, it goes it's crazy how quickly something that really strikes a chord with people can fly around facebook like that i know and, um, I, and i've been putting things on facebook for quite some time and you know things would get shared here and there but that one just went crazy and then i went from 100 likes to 1200 likes on my page in a couple of days and things were just flying all over the internet faster than I could keep track of them. And at that point I went, oh my God, I'd better be putting my names all over these things because I'm never going to be able to keep track of them and no one's going to know where they came from. And 
you know, I was tempted to go put a watermark on everything that said stolen from Misfit Designs. But it, I'm just trying to be very mercenary about putting my name and my website and, you know, big letters, short you words, know, easy to understand sentences so everybody have, knows where they came from. You have to be because you're not going to control that viral thing anymore. It's just not possible. It, it's too fast. It's when something like that goes, you're talking thousands of people. What are you going to do? You know, so. It's true. And it's, it's, it's a good thing because. I don't know how people got the word out there about their businesses and their talents before all this social networking stuff. It was hard. It's, it's really leveling the playing field, I think, for the small artist or the small business owner um, in terms of exposure. You know, it's a big world. Mm-hmm. And it's, like you said, it's a great way to, to gain that exposure. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I would like to see, <laughs> just a little suggestion, a little request, is... When you do have something out there, I want to know, like, well, what can I put this on? I th- this is hysterical. This is really funny. Um, can I get this on greeting cards? You know, and obviously, yes, you can. And you have to go to Misfit Designs, the um, online store, to to find that. But maybe when you're putting it out there on Facebook for the first time, you could say mm-hmm. something like, "Hey, great idea for a birthday card," or right, you know, bumper stickers. I tend to put a little uh, a note at the bottom that said that this design is available on merchandise at, and then I put the address of my uh, my online store. And so I'm trying to uh, sort of include information in a way that it can't be artfully cropped off by someone who doesn't wish to see it. And Which is the other hard part. Yeah, it is. You know, it's it's just impossible to think of every scenario and and make something that's sort of foolproof. And as but. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. You you have to put your stuff out there, and I I have to be careful and track it. And I have a network of friends who will say, "Hey, I saw a cartoon of yours posted on such and thus site, and and it didn't say who the artist was, so I made a post and said who the artist was." So I've got a lot of people looking out for it that way too. But it is just impossible to keep track of it. So you just have to kind of do the best you can and and hope that what goes around comes around. Now, I, I, Helena, too, I'm sure noticed this. I was also looking. Obviously, you, you help pay the bills with some of your portfolio work, from logo development to advertising to print work, things like that. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know, but I'll tell you what. We're both, you know, we, I'm a terrible graphic artist. Helena's much better than I am. But, you know, we, we know good graphic arts when we see it, and some of your logos are terrific. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, they're clean, and, but yet they're fun. And, and then I was also looking at some of your advertising stuff, and I've seen some of those ads, and I went, I, I, I never knew who did those before. Oh, excellent. I, I do have some ads running in uh, Practical Horseman and Chronicle and some of the really big equestrian publications this year for a few clients. So it's, it's fun to see things in print. And I have enough friends that know me that they'll run to me with a magazine and go, look, you're in Practical Horseman again. And I think I've done something <laughs> wonderful in the horse world, and it's just an ad I've designed. But, no, it's just a... It's a better way to get in practical horsemen than in the don't ride your horse like this column. Well, now you can go back to them and say, I was on the popular Stable Scoop radio show, so there. I was. Yeah. I know. I'm very excited. (laughs) Now, I have a question about your T-shirts because this is, again, when I see your stuff, I I think, especially Full Patrol. I love the Full Patrol. Uh, You know, I'd love to be able to go into my local tax store and find the Misfit Designs collection. Do you have any plans to get your T-shirts in, in retail outlets? 
That is a huge undertaking all on its own, and it would be something that I would consider doing in the future, but that would be sort of a long-range plan. It's a really slippery slope figuring out what will sell, what people will buy it on, what to keep in stock, and I actually tried it one time before in my career, and it ended up being so much work to just do the marketing and do the business part of it that I ended up having no time or money, consequently, to do the creative part of it. So if I had a business partner or someone who wanted to invest their time and expertise and, and help me down that road, yeah, I would definitely consider doing that. Hmm. Well, I have an idea for you, too, on that. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll email it to you. Okay. Um, it's, Fabulous. Yeah, I have a thought for you on that. I'll, I'll just email it off to you. Um, because it, you, Helene is right. If, if this stuff was more accessible, it would sell like crazy. And so. it, is, it is available in my online store through one of the uh, uh, print-on-demand mm-hmm. sites. I see that. But right it's, it's not quite the same as being able to walk into you know, your local store and, and look at it and look at the fabrics and pick out colors and that sort of fun thing that especially women like to do. But it is nice that you can buy it. I mean, I... I have officially bookmarked your online store, which could be a problem for me. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just great for gifts. Like, to just, you go up to, it's a Cafe Press um, mm-hmm. store. And mm-hmm. It's just so easy. You've got size charts. You've got all your different designs. And the nice thing is you, you go, you can shop by design. So if you are, for example, you've got your Barn Rat series, which, again, is adorable. Duty calls. How cute. And <laughs> so you basically you click too. you click your favorite design and then you can put it on whatever you want, which is I think even nicer than being able to go into a tax store where you just it have is. one and t-shirt. My, my problem has always been that I have many more ideas than I have money to creatively execute. And with Cafe Press, I can put anything up there that I want, and it's a good test ground because I can see what sells. And should I decide to produce something another way sometime, I'll have a really good idea what's going to sell and where I need to put my time. See, Glenn, so she's funny and there. smart. <laughs> Now tell us before we let you go here, what what you said you ride. So so you know what do you ride? I have ridden hunter jumper discipline probably since I was well since I learned to ride in summer camp at thirteen. I, I mean I've been horse crazy since I knew what horses were, and I finally after begging and 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 begging, you'll have to cut some of this. My mom, she finally. Uh, sent me to summer camp to learn how to ride, and ever since then I've ridden at stables, I've taken lessons, I finally uh, bought my own horse when I was an adult and out on my own, and I've had Murray, who is my current horse, since 1994. He was a rescue thoroughbred. He was starved and abused and neglected and nearly dead, and nobody wanted him, and I got him, and he has just been the best buddy I have ever had. He turned out to be a stellar show horse. We rode amateur owner hunters and all the equitation and medals for years and years and years and years. And he's 25 now, and he's great. He's still going strong. He still jumps around. He acts like a two-year-old in the turnouts, and he is inspiration for most of the horse humor. So he is Mac? He is Mac. So Mac, in effect, is a thoroughbred. I was going to ask you what breed was Mac. Yes. Okay. Mac, Jill, Murray, Jody, Pattern. Yes, they're ba- uh, Mac is Murray, Jill is me, and Jill also has a dog and a chicken. Do you Just have because a everyone should have a dog and a chicken. Do you have a yeah. chicken? I mean, shouldn't they? Come on. Do you what's, have what's, a what's chicken? What's your household without a dog and a chicken? Do you have a chicken? 
my neighbors have chickens. It's like I have chickens. Okay. Yes, I know that. Yeah, my neighbors have chickens, too, true. and they're always in my house. That's true. When, like, chickens, chickens, you're in the wrong yard again. Neighbors' chickens, go away. <laughs> as long as they're not roosters, you're fine. Here, chicken, 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 chicken. <laughs> that's, what, that's what hunter jumper people do. They're like, here, chicken, chicken, chicken. Adventures <laughs> <laughs> are like, get over here. <laughs> they go and grab them by the legs, you know, okay? But we hunter jumper people are like, here, chicken, chicken. Here, chicken. I'm going to get flamed for that, I know. I'm feeling a little snarky today. What can I say? <laughs> well, Jody, I'm really glad that you had a chance to join us and we got to meet the artist behind the humor of Misfit Designs. Uh, give us the website to where people can find your stuff. My online store is uh, com slash JLW Designs. And, and we'll if you put want to check us out on Facebook, it's Misfit Designs. Misfit Designs. And, you know, I think uh, if you just Google Misfit Designs, all of those links, your Facebook page comes up, your Cafe Press site comes up. Um, they seem to all come up pretty early in the search. So yeah. They do. They do. And, of course, we will post links at stablescoop.com. And um, there is Google one sample. I love to be Googled. <laughs> we, have, we have one sample. Um, uh, look, I need another cup of coffee. Comic strip. <laughs> and, Jody, with... With your permission, may we use that at stablescoop.com? Uh, absolutely. I would love it if you did. Okay. That's one of my favorites. That's where they're all in the, um, in the water tank with their scuba gear on. <laughs> your chicken, your dog, and your horse. <laughs> yes, I like that one. Okay. Um, and so, again, thank you for joining us on Stable Scoop. Actually, we might have to have you back on every now and again and get some updates on what's going on with Mac and Jill. That would be kind of fun. Oh, I would love to. It would be great. Well, we appreciate Jody joining us. And, of course, well, you can find links to her websites on our website at stablescoop.com. Don't forget that we have nine shows total here on the network. You can find all the different shows in one place at horseradionetwork.com. And if you use iTunes, of course, you could subscribe to all of our shows in the podcast section of iTunes. Just do a search for Stable Scoop, and you'll find it. Hit the subscribe button, and it'll be automatically downloaded to your iTunes. So you can put it on your phone or your MP3 player or your iPod anytime you want. Every week will be automatically downloaded right there. It makes it so easy. Plus, we have a Horse Radio Network feed that brings in all of the shows in one feed. So if you listen to a lot of our shows, that may be a better way to go than subscribing to them all separately. Just search for Horse Radio Network. And don't forget you can find us on the Hallway Feeds app on the iPhone. Just search for Hallway Feeds on your in the iPhone app store and you'll find it's a free application. It's a great application all about all the news in the horse world and we're the top button right there that says podcast and you can listen to us streaming right to your iPhone through the Hallway Feeds application. We appreciate them putting that on there as well. Well, that'll wrap it up for this week. Don't forget, as I said, next week is the annual horse husband's episode the fourth annual this year i thought we had a fantastic time and uh you, we did a little t- take off on the redneck humor that you've heard by jeff foxworthy so tune in for that and i think you'll enjoy it that's it for this week uh, sorry about the technical difficulties and we're glad that uh, the interview stayed and we didn't have to try and redo that but helena will be back again uh in two weeks uh with the horse wives episode and then we'll both be back after our move is done to ocala in the beginning of april have a great weekend everybody and wear your helmets Thank you.